Bienvenidos al Medical Spanish Podcast. Soy la doctora Molly Merton. Through this podcast, I provide interactive audio lessons that teach practical Spanish for healthcare and elsewhere. The level of this lesson is upper intermediate, and timestamps are provided in the show notes. The lessons offered at docmolly.com are solely for learning Spanish. They are not intended to teach medicine or provide medical advice. This is our 10th lesson on the COVID vaccines. Eight of these lessons are included in our free podcast and are available to all on our website at docmolly.com. We are providing these free lessons to support all of you who are working hard to help us get through this pandemic. Just this morning, I read in the New York Times that misinformation campaigns targeting Black and Hispanic communities are discouraging people from getting vaccinated. Therefore, we must do all we can to counteract misinformation with the facts. We hope that after completing these lessons, you feel confident communicating information about the COVID vaccines in Spanish so that we can build trust in our communities and get people vaccinated. And thank you to our members. Since we don't run ads, this podcast and the website is funded solely through our memberships. You keep this podcast going. Gracias de todo corazón. In today's lesson, my friend and Spanish-English interpreter, Sonia Umsiri, asks the following three questions. Do you need two doses of the vaccine? When are you protected after getting vaccinated? And how long does protection last? And you'll hear Elizabeth Cortez, my Spanish teacher from the San Pedro Spanish School in Guatemala, provide the answers in Spanish. She answers the first two questions with respect to the Pfizer and Moderna vaccines. A couple of times during this lesson, I point out new information that has come out since Elisa and I recorded these questions and answers. This serves as a good reminder that the primary purpose of these lessons is for learning Spanish and to help us communicate more clearly with our patients. And we should always look to current trusted medical sources for our medical information. ¿Listos? Empecemos. Pregunta 1. Unlike in prior question and answers, in this question, Elisa will address the patient as two. This indicates she's already established a relationship with the patient and therefore feels comfortable addressing her as two rather than usted. ¿Necesito ponerme dos dosis de la vacuna? Sí. Para recibir la protección adecuada de la vacuna, es preciso que te apliques dos dosis de la vacuna con tres a cuatro semanas de diferencia entre las dosis. Por eso, antes de recibir la primera dosis, deberíamos programar tu próxima cita para recibir la segunda dosis. We just heard three ways to say to get an injection. In this case, a dose of the vaccine. Ponerse. Necesito ponerme dos dosis de la vacuna. Aplicarse. Es preciso que te apliques dos dosis de la vacuna. Y recibir. Deberíamos programar tu próxima cita para recibir la segunda dosis. How did she say adequate protection? La protección adecuada. What word did Elisa use to say necessary? Preciso. 
and note the use of the subjunctive following the impersonal expression es preciso que. Es preciso que te apliques dos dosis de la vacuna con tres a cuatro semanas de diferencia entre las dosis. So how did she say three to four weeks apart? Con tres a cuatro semanas de diferencia entre las dosis. And entre las dosis. Is optional. You can say either con cuatro semanas de diferencia entre las dosis or simply con cuatro semanas de diferencia. And now they're extending the time between doses to up to six weeks. How would you say three to six weeks apart? Con tres a seis semanas de diferencia entre las dosis. Or simply, con tres a seis semanas de diferencia. To schedule your next appointment. Programar su próxima cita. Or speaking more casually. Programar tu próxima cita. To say, to schedule. Agendar is also commonly used. Agendar tu próxima cita. Using programar, interpreta, we should schedule your next appointment to receive the second dose. Deberíamos programar tu próxima cita para recibir la segunda dosis. Ahora, volvamos a escuchar la pregunta y la respuesta completa. ¿Necesito ponerme dos dosis de la vacuna? Sí. Para recibir la protección adecuada de la vacuna, es preciso que te apliques dos dosis de la vacuna con tres a cuatro semanas de diferencia entre las dosis. Por eso, antes de recibir la primera dosis, deberíamos programar tu próxima cita para recibir la segunda dosis. Since Elisa and I wrote and recorded these questions and answers, subsequent data has come out showing that 15 days after your first shot of either the Pfizer or Moderna vaccine, effectiveness may be as high as around 90%. Therefore, instead of saying protección adecuada, you may want to use the phrase mayor protección, greater protection. Also, the second dose likely lengthens the duration of protection from the vaccine. Ahora, usando aplicarte, interpreta, to receive greater protection, you should get two doses of the vaccine. Para recibir mayor protección, ¿Debes aplicarte dos dosis de la vacuna? Three to six weeks apart. Con tres a seis semanas de diferencia entre las dosis. And again, the entre las dosis aquí es opcional. Pregunta dos. From now on, Elisa will address the patient as usted. 
¿Cuándo voy a estar protegida del COVID después de vacunarme? El organismo necesita tiempo para montar una defensa inmunológica, así que puede que usted no esté protegida hasta una semana o dos después de aplicarse la segunda inyección. What word did she use to refer to the body? El organismo. We decided to use this word as I've heard this word used a lot when presentations are given by health professionals. However, Elisa recommends simply using the word el cuerpo when talking to patients. To mount an immune defense. Montar una defensa inmunológica. Usando el organismo interpreta The body needs time to mount an immune defense. El organismo necesita tiempo para montar una defensa inmunológica. Protected. Protegida, protegido. Note how she uses así que to say so or thus and then follows puede que with the subjunctive. Así que puede que usted no esté protegida. So puede ser que y puede que can be used interchangeably followed by the subjunctive to express something that is possible but not certain. Using Aplicarse interpreta, you may not be protected until a week or two after getting the second injection. Puede que usted no esté protegida hasta una semana o dos después de aplicarse la segunda inyección. And now, taking into account the new data, how would you say, it may be that you're protected two weeks after your first dose? Puede que usted esté protegida dos semanas después de la primera dosis. And going back to a phrase we learned in a prior lesson, interpreta, the second dose acts as a booster to your immune system. La segunda dosis actúa como un refuerzo a su sistema inmunológico. And I'll add here, es probable que la segunda dosis haga que la protección sea más fuerte y duradera. Ahora, volvamos a escuchar la pregunta y la respuesta completa. ¿Cuándo voy a estar protegida del COVID después de vacunarme? El organismo necesita tiempo para montar una defensa inmunológica, así que puede que usted no esté protegida hasta una semana o dos después de aplicarse la segunda inyección. Y finalmente, pregunta 3. 
¿Cuánto dura la protección de la vacuna? La evidencia actual sugiere que volver a contagiarse de COVID-19 es poco probable durante los 90 días posteriores al primer contagio. Y en este momento no sabemos cuánto tiempo dura la protección de la vacuna. Necesitamos más datos. Current evidence. La evidencia actual. Note how actual is a false cognate. It does not mean actual, but current. The current evidence. La evidencia actual. To suggest. Sugerir. She suggests. Sugiere. We suggest. Sugerimos. Listen to how she says reinfection with COVID-19. La evidencia actual sugiere que volver a contagiarse de COVID-19. So how did she say reinfection with COVID-19? Volver a contagiarse de COVID-19. Take note of the preposition a following volver and the preposition de following contagiarse. Volver a contagiarse de COVID-19 es poco probable durante los 90 días posteriores al primer contagio. Unlikely. Poco probable. Note how she says, within 90 days of the first infection. Durante los 90 días posteriores al primer contagio. Una vez más. Within 90 days of the first infection. Durante los 90 días posteriores al primer contagio. So, instead of using la infección, what word did she use to say infection? El contagio. Interpreta, reinfection with COVID-19 is unlikely within 90 days of the first infection. Volver a contagiarse de COVID-19 es poco probable durante los 90 días posteriores al primer contagio. And again, more data has come out since Elisa and I wrote and recorded these questions and answers, this time showing that immunity to COVID-19 following infection usually lasts a lot longer than 90 days. Note how Elisa starts the next statement with, and at this time, Y en este momento no sabemos cuánto tiempo dura la protección de la vacuna. So how did she say, at this time? In este momento. To last. Durar. Interpreta. And at this time, we do not know how long protection from the vaccine lasts. Y en este momento no sabemos cuánto tiempo dura la protección de la vacuna. Finally, how did she say data? 
los datos. Interpreta, we need more data. Necesitamos más datos. Ahora, volvamos a escuchar la pregunta y la respuesta completa. ¿Cuánto dura la protección de la vacuna? La evidencia actual sugiere que volver a contagiarse de COVID-19 es poco probable durante los 90 días posteriores al primer contagio, y en este momento no sabemos cuánto tiempo dura la protección de la vacuna. Necesitamos más datos. Y ya está. Now that you've completed this lesson, reinforce what you've learned by taking the quiz at the bottom of this post at docmolly.com. There's a link in your show notes. And thank you to Elizabeth Cortez, my Spanish teacher from the San Pedro Spanish School, and to my friend and Spanish-English interpreter, Sonia Umsiri, for helping me with the Spanish for this lesson. We'll be back very soon to wrap up this series on Spanish for the COVID vaccines. Cuídense y hasta la próxima. This is a production of DocMolly.com, where you will find interactive audio lessons that teach Spanish for healthcare and elsewhere.